to the PFF NFL Daily today discussing the Washington football team and asking the question, do they have the very best defensive front in the entire NFL? Sam, let's get right into it with the football team signing Jonathan Allen, interior defensive lineman, signing him long term now. We're talking about a defensive line that was one of the best in the NFL last year. They're they're young and they're all first rounders and they're locked up for the foreseeable future. So does the football team have the best defensive fronts in the NFL? Yeah, Allen with a four-year, $72 million extension, $30 million signing bonus. That's pretty good work if you can get it. Um, yeah, Ben Lindsay, one of PFF's guys, wrote the uh, the defensive line rankings heading into the season. Um, and for defensive line rankings, we're kind of including those three, four outside linebacker edge rushers in the defensive line. So they're more kind of defensive front rankings. He had Washington number two um, behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think you can flip that. And, and the reason I think you would you would do that is that Pittsburgh's defensive front, with the exception of, you know, T.J. Watt, they're kind of old. Like, you're relying on that defensive line of Cameron Hayward, Tyson Alualu, uh, Stephon Tuitt, and in particular, like, Tyson Alualu had a career year kind of out of nowhere. Cameron Hayward's playing the best football of his career, but is getting on in years. You look at that Washington defensive front, and it is just loaded with these young guys, Chase Young, who last year was phenomenal as a rookie. I, I mean, I think both of us are confident that Chase Young is going to be incredible this year. Jonathan Allen is still young. Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, Matt Ioannidis is still reasonably young. Like, everybody on that front, and they have an incredible volume of depth, is extremely young. And I think you would bank on probably playing better next year. So the whole lot of them together, I think, has to be... A, the deepest, and B, I think you've got a good argument to be the best. Let's make that comparison with the Steelers because last year, Pittsburgh pressured the quarterback at the highest rate in the NFL. Um, But scheme matters. You know, the way that you do it matters in this breakdown. Uh, Steelers with the highest pressure rate, but also the second, uh, sorry, fourth highest blitz rate in the entire NFL. So they're getting after the quarterback with extra rushers. And when you blitz, your pressure rate is higher. The thing that makes Washington so good ninth lowest blitz rate in the NFL and the eighth highest pressure rate. Those things should be inversely related, but the Washington football team gets pressure with that front four that you mentioned. So, uh, you know, going through it again, Chase Young, I think has the ability to be in that Miles Garrett, TJ Watt conversation as the best edge in the league in the, for the foreseeable future. Montez Sweat, another first round pick, Excellent run defender, solid pass rusher, but he's excellent against the run. Those guys as your bookends to kick things off is a great start. But then with Jonathan Allen, the guy that they just re-signed, maybe underwhelmed a little bit early in his career, Sam. Remember how dominant he was at Alabama? He was so good that he was actually getting discussed in the Heisman conversation. Back in 2016, he is winning games for Alabama on the defensive line and at the time was our highest graded interior defensive lineman. It was one of the best performances we had ever seen. I think we put him at number three on our draft board that year. Has some shoulder questions, uh, falls to number 17 overall, and it wasn't really until last year. He had been solid, but last year was his breakout season. 50 total pressures, 83.7 pass rush grade. That's why Jonathan Allen got re-signed. That's why he got the big money. And he is a man. I mean, he, he is plays on tape where he threw Jason Peters. The great Jason Peters just tossed him to the ground. So there's a whole bunch of freaks up front for this Washington football team. 
Yeah, and Allen didn't test well when he came out. That was one of the reasons he slipped in the draft. Is really one of these guys that's almost like an outlier in terms of what testing versus play can actually do. Last season was fantastic. Had 50 total pressures. The sack totals aren't there, so he's probably still an underrated player um, overall but had one of the lowest percentages of like unblocked pressure of any lineman in the NFL last year. He was earning all the pressure he was getting. But going back to that point again about how young this defensive front is, Matt Ioannidis is the oldest guy on it, and he's 27 years old. Allen is right behind him at 26. Everybody else is like 24 or younger. You know, Tim Settle, um, Chase Young, Sweat, all these guys are 24 or younger. That It's such an incredibly young group compared with the likes of Pittsburgh that have multiple guys above 30 and, you know, pushing deep into their 30s that are likely to not necessarily play as well as they did a season ago. This Washington group, it's young, it's talented. They're like, they're all first round picks, essentially. And what they could achieve in the next couple of years is, I, I mean, the sky's the limit, genuinely. Yeah, and the next guy up would be Deron Payne. I mean, they're going to run out of money at some point. You can't just sign defensive linemen. Right. Deron Payne and Montez Sweat, you know, they would need to be locked up. You know that Chase Young's going to break the bank in a few years. He, he still has some time there as he heads into his second season. So I'm um, just looking at the grades last year. Sweat was over 80. Chase Young was 87. Uh, Jonathan Allen was 78.4. Deron Payne was over 70. Uh, and you mentioned the backups, Matt Ioannidis and Tim Settle. Tim Settle was one of those guys coming out of Virginia Tech a few years ago who was, uh, you know, kind of a high upside pick back in 2018. So there's still more, I think, for him as in, in a backup role. He's been a very solid interior defensive lineman for the for the Washington football team as a, as a high 60s type of player. So I, I agree. We're talking about the youth. We're talking about the fact that they are a 4-3, the old school 4-3 defense, four-man rush. Uh, you know, they're trusting these guys to get after the quarterback. They're not helping them with because uh, again, when you blitz five, when you blitz or you send five or you send six, like Pittsburgh does, like Baltimore does, you're guaranteeing one on ones. You're 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 increasing your chances of unblocked pressure. Somebody's going to be matched up against a running back. Washington, these guys just don't benefit, you know, from that standpoint. The other point I'll make too: run defense plus pass rush. When you're talking about one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, and you know, perhaps the best. You've got guys who could play the run. You've got guys who could rush the passer. Washington has all of that in there too deep. Yeah, they had four different guys last season on the defensive line get over 30 total pressures. They had three guys that had over 40, and that's not counting Matt Ioannidis, who's been one of the best pass rushers they have, who missed most of the season. You know, Ioannidis played 81 snaps last season. Um, but previously, he'd been arguably their best interior pass rusher. So that group does not include him. He had 55 pressures the season before that. They are building a defensive line that is similar to what Philadelphia had when they could run seven deep and just get a ton of bodies on there and all of whom could generate pressure and cause you problems. Washington's isn't there yet. It's not quite at that level. But they're so young that the capacity for this team to be that maybe 2021, maybe 2022, it's coming. Like this defensive front is going to be a massive problem for teams. You stole my next point because the Philadelphia Eagles Excellent. have they, they were they were similar, right? A fourth, a four-man front that was incredible getting after the quarterback year after year after year. The one year that the Eagles were able to put it together, though, it was when the secondary truly came together. So if we're talking about Washington uh, putting it all together, so to speak, like their division rival Eagles, like the Eagles did back in 2017, 
it'll probably come down to the year that that's the secondary. And last year was close. I mean, the, the football team had a, a really good back seven. They add first round linebacker Jamin Davis this year. But they look really good again on paper in the secondary. So with Kendall Fuller in the mix and William Jackson, the third, you already have Landon Collins and Cameron Curl back there. This is a good group on the back end as well. So we're talking about the best defensive front in the NFL. But when we talk about complementary football, there are also going to be some plays where those guys lock it up on the back end and help this defensive front as well. Yeah, I mean, nothing's independent, right? So improving the secondary and improving a linebacker group that wasn't amazing, getting the, getting the back seven in good shape is only going to help the performance of the defensive front. It's only going to improve the chance those guys have. You know, there's going to be a few plays here or there where the secondary holds up a bit better and they have a little bit longer to get there. They have half a second extra to work with. And when you're talking about guys like Chase Young, half a second is the difference between nothing and pressure. It's the difference between pressure and sacks. So, yeah, I mean, that defense overall getting better is only going to help the entire is only going to help that defensive front look better. So to answer our initial question, does Washington have the best defensive front in the NFL for right now Sam are they better than the Steelers it's going to depend that you know the Steelers had to bring in Melvin Ingram uh you know perhaps he replaces Bud Dupree along with Alex Highsmith those guys can replace Bud Dupree Pittsburgh still looks really strong up front is Washington better for this year or just as you're saying for the you know with the youth movement going forward yeah, and Ingram, I think, was a sneaky great move by them as well. It, it really does sort of help cement that top spot. <sighs> Projecting forward for 2021, I still would lean Washington. Ooh. I think that just the volume of talent they have moving in the right direction, I would rank them ahead of Pittsburgh. It's easy to evaluate for yourself. You just go to pff.com, grab your elite subscription, and then go to Premium Stats 2.0. Click on the Washington football team and check out the break breakdown. It's Chase Young, Montez Sweat. The newly signed Jonathan Allen, the best young defensive front in the NFL in Washington. It's a PFF NFL Daily.